This is Marriage to the Max, episode 15. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I am your host, Kelly Hurst. This is Brett Hurst. And this is my <laughs> husband, Brett Hurst. And we are marriage educators yes. and co-founders of Home Encouragement. Yes, again. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Our hope is really simple. It's just to encourage you in your marriage relationship. We believe healthy marriage should be a front burner conversation, and we're here to help that happen. Yes, we are. So in this episode, we will be discussing introverts versus extroverts well, and I'm the challenge that that can bring to challenge. a relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no challenge. Well, today's topic stems from a conversation that I had recently with some younger married female friends of mine, okay. all of who are precious young girls. And most of them have been married like a year, two years, three years, kind of that genre of of young wife. And one of the things that they all have in common is that they are very opposite from their husbands in terms of being introverted or extroverted. And so they were sharing that this difference has kind of become a little problematic in their marriage relationship. And because I can truly, fully understand this predicament because you and I are so very different. You see, I don't see it that way. You wouldn't. (laughs) I thought it might be worth drilling down and actually doing a podcast episode on this, because I think this is something that comes up in marriage. And so hopefully this will be interesting to um, our audience who is married to someone opposite. It most definitely comes up all the time. (laughs) So first of all, I think it's probably essential to remind our audience that if you are married to someone whose personality is quite different from yours, you are in very good company Mm -hmm. because the majority of people people marry people that are different from them, Mm -hmm. usually opposite from them. So, Why do you think that is? Well, because I think we look for people in our romantic relationships who are have different strengths than we have. Mm -hmm. And we're usually drawn to people who are a little different from us. I just want to say, I think sometimes people date people that are quite like them, but then when they want to get married... They tend to date. They they tend to settle with, not settle. That is quite a theory. Well, that's, because you don't marry someone you don't date. So, say what? <laughs> You're saying like people you date versus people you marry, but you marry someone you date. So I've just seen that pattern happen a lot okay. with people where they they tend to the early dating part if they've dated a lot is to date people that are more like them. But then when it's time to get married, they end up with somebody who's not like them at all because of what you were saying, the complimentary thing. Well, and I think we do, we need someone to to compliment us. I mean, compliment us and tell us how great we are. Absolutely. But compliment us in terms of our strengths and our differences. I think it pulls us out of our own selfishness if we let the process work, which we're going to kind of dig into a little bit later. But, you know, one wise person said that if if the two of you are exactly alike, one of you is unnecessary. I like that quote. I think that's true. But the process of living with someone year after year who is different from us 
and processes relationships and people different from us or differently from us, that can be really challenging. As you have mentioned to me, a time or two. Indeed. In our marriage. So I think just because we could spend like a lot of time unpacking the full definition of what an introvert is, the complete definition of what an extrovert is. But for the sake of today's conversation, we're going to keep it really simple. And we're going to define these two ends of the spectrum this way. Extroverts get their energy from other people. They are energized by being with other people, generally speaking. And introverts generally are energized by being alone. Right. Um, And And people can be kind of split down the middle. Yeah, absolutely. But just for the sake of this conversation, because this is kind of, this is what led up to this podcast episode was this conversation I was having with these young women. Oh, okay. That was the frustration was who needs to be around people all the time and who really kind of needs more of that quiet solitude downtime you know doesn't want to be in conversation 24 hours a day well please don't let me derail you in any way i never do (laughs) um so okay so where my conversation with my young friends uh landed was they were finding themselves being critical of their husbands based on how much or how little they needed people Mm -hmm. you know needed to be around people and vice versa their husbands thought that they were weird for how much or how little they needed to be around other people. Okay. And so I think the truth is the temptation to view someone else who is different from us as weird is kind of key here. And I mean, you could apply this to a lot of different areas of marriage, but particularly this. Mm -hmm. The introvert looks at the extrovert and says... You know, why do you need to be around people all the time? What's up with that? Yeah, like, are you are you so needy? You're a people pleaser. You know, mm-hmm. it can get to that point. Mm-hmm. Or the extrovert looks at the introvert and says, you're the most boring person in the world. <laughs> Don't you ever want to meet new people? Don't you ever want to, you know, get out of the house and do fun things? That's right. Did I ever say that to you? Uh, maybe not in those words, but okay. <laughs> so of course you and I are not naive about this topic because we have had to learn <clears throat> a little bit of, how to dance of experience dance in this, this one. issue. You, Brett, are a true extrovert. Really, you think so? In the sense that you are really energized by people. Um, not to say that you don't like your downtime, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to get to that in just a second, but you know, you really do love people. You mm-hmm. love conversation. You mm-hmm. love encouraging people. I mean, that's partly of why you're a pastor. Um, and so that's your shtick. I mean, you like to be around people. Okay. And so that's you. And the, although I'm kind of a mix of the two, really at my core, you definitely are. I'm really kind of more of an introvert. You know, I can only go so long being around people before I start to kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. I, I really crave quiet and solitude. That's kind of how I recover. Mm-hmm. And so you eventually get there, too, but you can go a whole lot longer than I can before you start to kind of crave downtime. You're just kind of wired that way. So like the wedding thing, when we go to weddings? When we go to weddings, and sometimes the only people we'll know are the bride and groom mm-hmm. because they've come through married life prep or whatever. So we don't know anybody else there. Okay. And when we walk into the reception, I always grab your arm and say, do not leave me. <laughs> because I, I am not terribly comfortable working a room of strangers where you are pretty at home doing that. You know, that's not outside your comfort level at all. Well, there's so much opportunity. So that's what an extrovert (laughs) thinks. And an introvert looks at a room full of strangers and goes, I'm going to sit over here in the corner Uh and have my little, you know, glass of champagne. And So so early in our experience in that regard, you would get mad at me because 
you know, you'd want to leave uh, a social gathering like that early and mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to leave and all that kind of or stuff. Or I'd feel like you were talking to 10 strangers and <clears throat> I was just kind of like along for the ride, yeah, well, you know. And so, um, you know, We've for opposites. We've kind of worked through that one, though. We, def- we definitely have. But we definitely have experience in this. And, and thinking one another is a little weird, which, you know, we maybe still think each other's weird, which isn't necessarily a bad thing in marriage. But I don't think... I'm weird. Good. <laughs> Just managing your social calendar can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how many outings do we schedule in a week or in a month? How many times do we get together with friends? How many activities do we book? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you feel the need to hang out with your friends so often without me? These are the kind of things and the questions that start kind of to wear down a couple if they're not really if careful. You're opposite, you're always asking those types of questions. Yeah, exactly. And as a ministry <laughs> couple, you and I get asked and invited mm-hmm. to a lot of things, Very a lot of events. Full social calendar. And, you know, if we said yes to everything, we could easily be out every single night of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not to say we're so popular. It's just we have a lot of opportunities. It's just with the people. nature of our. Absolutely. Work. And so that would not be healthy for us, you know, to not set boundaries there. We have to pick and choose, we have to do what reflects our values. And sometimes if you're introvert and extrovert opposites, that can be kind of challenging. So how do we dance this issue without judging one another and without placing unrealistic expectations on our opposite partner? Well, we'll tackle that question after the break. Oh, boy, I can hardly wait. You're listening to Marriage to the Max. So welcome back to Marriage to the Max, and we are continuing our conversation about introverts versus extroverts. So there are some ways that you can kind of tackle this problem if this bubbles up for you. And um, Do tell. One of the ways that you can do this is, uh, I think, and this is a really important thing, is to be respectful about the way your spouse is wired. What do you, you mean, know? respectful? Well, the truth is, at one time, your introverted or extroverted uh, spouse's nature mm-hmm. was attractive to you. In other you, words, that something that was part of what got you excited about that person in the first exactly. place. Exactly, it was something that you were not, mm-hmm. and you were drawn to that. So why, after you're married, is that now a liability? Because you got to live with that person. <laughs> you have to view this as a strength that you don't have. And yes, it can be frustrating sometimes, but it doesn't mean you have to be just like your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you start to view your partner as weird or less than than the way you're wired, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to kind of move into a problematic situation. Mm -hmm. So just to be respectful about how they're wired. Yes, it's different from you, but that's a good thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, so what's the next way we can kind of manage this? Well, extroverts, you know, avoid the 
what we would say is avoid the you never want to do anything script script yeah mm-hmm. exactly don't don't ever use that line uh, don't put an introvert down for wanting to have the downtime and wanting to even shut down a little bit learn to understand that your introverted spouse is not energized by people. Yeah. Not only are they not energized by people, they're kind of depleted mm-hmm. by people in in too much of a good mm-hmm. thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they don't like people. Right. It's just that being with too many people for too long is draining for them, mm-hmm. just kind of makes them shut down a little bit. So don't be judgmental about that. Just accept the fact that you're married to someone who's going to want to be around people in small doses. I'm totally wow, kidding. Wow, you say that just so I'm t- positively. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I remember a couple that came through Married Life Prep, and this was a huge kind of light bulb moment for them because he was an introvert and she was an extrovert. Uh-huh. And But the thing is, is he was in a sales job. And so all day long He's at work, at he it. was constantly yeah. talking and being with people and, you know, doing his sales job. And he was great at what he did. Mm-hmm. He'd come home and just be absolutely wiped out and wouldn't want to have a conversation at all. Mm-hmm. And she's like bubbling over and wanting to talk about the day and everything. And they kind of put those two things together. Like he uses all of his capital while he's working. His and relationship capital. Exactly. And he feels depleted when mm-hmm. he comes home. I can totally get that, mm-hmm. you know, as an introvert. So yeah, so like extroverts, I'm you got to. into that phase Yeah, you have bit. to kind of avoid that script of, you know, kind of putting your introvert partner down. So the thing we say to introverts is you need to avoid the script that says, you know, why do you need to be with people all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, what's wrong with you? That's a judgment that you're making, and it will not end well. You need to especially avoid this phrase. Why do you want to be around everyone else but me? Yeah, and I think sometimes uh, we've seen this with a lot of couples that when an introvert is asking that question of an extrovert, <clears throat> frequently there's even a suspicion Yeah, that's, that's coming alongside that, you mm-hmm. know, like um, – Either something sinister going on mm-hmm. or kind of more what you were implying a second ago, that the person feels inadequate. Right. Like, I'm just not interesting enough for Yeah, or you I'm not all. fun enough for exactly. whatever. Which is not necessarily the yeah. case. Yeah, but when you ask an extrovert that question, why do you want to be around everyone else but me? The pat answer from your extroverted spouse is going to be, because you never want to do anything. You know, so don't ask that question because you're you're not going to get the best answer. Mm-hmm. Introverts need to understand that their extroverted spouses are energized by being around people. And by engaging in a lot of conversation, by telling stories, by laughing, that's where they feel at home. That's where they're kind of they kind of gain their energy. So if you're an introvert, try not to look at that as a liability because mm-hmm. that's actually something that's kind of cool and you know, the longer you're married, we always say this, you kind of morph a little bit. We but, definitely have. You know, and so you kind of, if you're if you're smart, mm-hmm. you can kind of gain one another's strengths, which is a cool thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I think I've gotten a little bit more comfortable, you know, with being with people and talking and making small talk just because you've kind of rubbed off on me. And, and recently you've <laughs> been out of town uncharacteristically mm-hmm. a lot, and so I've been – home alone our kids are off at school and we don't have the dog anymore and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so i was all alone did you survive oh yeah wasn't too bad at all actually i think that is my ideal situation to be alone like when it's quiet at the house oh my gosh i love that right but after a while yeah you know you start craving time with people yeah well with my wife yeah absolutely 
Well, what's the next thing we can do to kind of manage it better? I think setting healthy boundaries is always good. You know, sometimes we look at our calendar. In our case, this happens all the time. We've got four evenings in a row that we have to be socially engaged with others. And um, we'll just kind of see that coming and we'll anticipate. We had to learn this, Mm -hmm. you know, that we need to put cushions in there so that we're not just... A, so we're not wearing ourselves out, but also that we're not potentially raising this stress, not just for you, Mm -hmm. but particularly for you since you're more introverted than I am, that you won't have that shutting down period. Right. And then for me as a double extrovert, then I won't wear out Mm -hmm. because that's a a kind of a misunderstood thing about extroverts is even though they do get energy from people, (laughs) yeah, they're not energizer bunnies, you know, eventually you've got to, and so that way in the short run, the long run, they're going to burn out. So So we had to kind of learn when we're doing our calendars, which, you know, a few years ago, we decided, we figured out how to kind of sync those things Mm -hmm. so that, you know, the family calendar and uh, social engagements and teaching and all that kind of stuff, we kind of work together a little bit better now. But um, for a while, there was a time where, you know, you might have two or three, say, important presentations to make, Uh you know, and I would look at your calendar and go, well, you don't have any recovery time afterwards. You know, you got to, like you said, put those kind of cushions before and after and create some space. Yeah, at first I would get defensive about that, but now I really see that as a gift you give to me to be helping me do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just to, to you, I look at it as a way you take care of me. Aww, which is sweet. really nice. Okay, and then the last way that we still going, man- <laughs> still going. Sorry, I wanted to interrupt with that old the energizer, energizer bunny. That's man, right. I'm surprised you didn't buy one at Toys R Us for <laughs> our. Uh, okay, so the last thing that we talk about is just to make the time when you're together the most engaging place on earth. Now, if, what in the world do you mean? If your partner wants to spend time with everyone else but you. You can ask yourself what you're bringing to the time that you spend together. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're negative, if you're complaining, if you don't ever want to talk or if you're nagging, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with you either, you know. So make sure that your house and the time that you're spending together is um, meaningful time. It's energizing time together. It's attractive. Yeah, exactly. So that, so particularly if you're an introvert, so that your extrovert partner isn't preferring to be with everybody else but you. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of bring it to the table. You know, play full out when you're hanging out together and enjoying each other's time. I think that's an outstanding idea, Cal. Make your time positive and meaningful, and you might find out that your little extrovert wants to sit on the couch with just you and nobody else. I think that's where we're at now. I want to sit by you any chance I can. Yay! <laughs> well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org, or you can email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. We also hope you will follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.